0: Hi, welcome to the podcast. In this session, we will cover ophthalmia neonatorium. Neonatal ophthalmia, a relatively common illness, is defined as conjunctivitis occurring within the first four weeks of life. Originally, this term only referred to cases caused by Neisseria gonorrhoeae, but the term currently encompasses any conjunctivitis in this age group. Neisseria gonorrhea now accounts for less than 1% of reported cases of neonatal ophthalmia in the United States, while that due to Chlamydia trachomatis ranges from 2% up to 40%. Other bacteria like Staph species, Streptococcus species, and Hemophilus species, and other gram-negative bacterial species account for 30 to 50% of the remaining cases. Much less commonly, neonatal conjunctivitis is caused by viral infections like herpes simplex virus or enterovirus. Infectious conjunctivitis must be distinguished from eye discharge secondary to a blocked tear duct and from conjunctivitis due to exposure to chemical or other irritants. In most instances, neonatal ophthalmia is a mild illness. The exception is ophthalmia due to infection with Neisseria gonorrhoeae. Without preventative measures, gonococcal ophthalmia occurs in 30% to 50% of infants exposed during delivery and may progress quickly to corneal ulceration, perforation of the globe, and permanent visual impairment. Infants at increased risk for gonococcal ophthalmia are those whose mothers are at risk for other sexually transmitted infections. All right, now let's talk about preventative therapy. Historically, the purpose of prophylaxis for neonatal ophthalmia was to prevent devastating neonatal eye infection due to Neisseria gonorrhea. Silver nitrate prophylaxis against Neisseria was first described by Dr. Carl Creday in 1880, and this was a significant preventative medicine triumph at a time when there was no other effective treatment available for gonorrhea. Nevertheless, silver nitrate eye therapy was not a perfect agent because it caused transient chemical conjunctivitis in 60-90% to of infants treated. Also, some parents were concerned that the practice would interfere with mother-infant bonding. Now, silver nitrate eye drops are no longer available in North America erythromycin has been the only antibiotic eye ointment available in North America for use in neonates since tetracycline basically became obsolete or widely unavailable. Now popovo iodine has also been considered for prophylaxis, but this agent may not be as effective and has been associated with a 5% rate of chemical conjunctivitis. Regarding other medications, gentamicin ointment was used for newborn ocular prophylaxis during its shortage of erythromycin ointment in the U.S. in 2009, but this resulted in reports of severe ocular reactions and is no longer recommended. Other ophthalmic antibiotic preparations have just not been fully evaluated in newborns, so as of now, we're left with erythromycin, Ocular ointment. However, here's a clinical pearl. Ocular prophylaxis is not effective in preventing chlamydial conjunctivitis. It's only useful for prophylaxis against neonatal gonococcal ophthalmia. Once again, ocular prophylaxis is not effective in preventing chlamydial conjunctivitis. Infants born to women with untreated chlamydial infection at delivery have a 50% risk of acquiring chlamydia, a 30-50% to 50% risk of developing neonatal conjunctivitis, and a 10-20% to 20% risk of developing chlamydial pneumonia. Topical ocular prophylaxis does not prevent transmission from mother to infant, does not reliably prevent neonatal conjunctivitis, and does not prevent pneumonia oral erythromycin prophylaxis of infants born to untreated mothers has been used in the past but has not been recommended since the association between erythromycin and pyloric stenosis was recognized. So, routine prenatal screening for chlamydia trachomatis and treatment of infected identified patients is the primary preferred option for preventing neonatal conjunctivitis and other infections in newborns caused by this organism. Now, close clinical follow-up of exposed infants is recommended the Public Health Agency of Canada and the CDC in the U.S. recommends testing conjunctival and nasopharyngeal secretions of symptomatic infants and treating those who show positive results. All right, so as we wrap up this podcast, let's remember these clinical pearls. Ocular prophylaxis is not effective in preventing chlamydial conjunctivitis. Also, applying medication routinely to the eyes of newborns may result in mild eye irritation and has been perceived by some parents as interfering with mother-infant bonding. The best way to prevent chlamydial eye infection in the newborn is to identify mothers who are infected and give them proper treatment. More effective means of preventing ophthalmia neotorum include screening of all pregnant women for both gonorrhea and chlamydial infections, and again, treatment and follow-up of those found to be infected. Mothers who are not screened should be tested at delivery. Infants of mothers with untreated gonococcal infection at delivery should receive ceftriaxone. Infants exposed to chlamydia at delivery should be followed closely for signs of infection. Alright, that wraps up our quick review of Ophthalmia neonatorum. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.